0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the special post-Thanksgiving edition Skewed and Review Skewedcast. I'm Gareth, grader of Skewed and Review, and you can catch us online at sknr.net as we cover all things movies, games, television, hardware, pop culture, entertainment, and more. And I'm joined, as always, by Justin and Michael, and we have a lot of stuff to cover for you today. We have our uh, online holiday gift guide up and on the site. We will be adding to it through the end of the year. And, of course, now we're going to do our Skewedcast version. I just wanted to mention you can catch us at Sci-Fi Radio. You can also catch us on PJ Shea's Geek Nation on KSWFM, canalcentral.com, keyword Skewed, which is the network of uh, newspapers currently over 21 that we do reviews and content for, and we also have Skewed and Reviewed the magazine. We have holiday gift guides for each version. As I said, we continually update the online one uh, through the end of the year, we have the magazine one coming in a couple of weeks. And, of course, uh, we have the skewed cast version where we uh, break it down. And so this is uh, a lot of items that we get uh, to evaluate. And we will come over and decide which items we recommend to put on your gift list. So I'm going to start off with some of the hardware. And like I said, this is kind of a quick hitter because we have a long list. If you want more information, you go to the site. You'll see the holiday gift guide icon. Click that, you'll see pictures of the items with their name. Click on the name, and it takes you to the page so you can get more information. And we also, of course, have the magazine version and some radio versions and upcoming So, I'm going to start off with hardware and starting off with um, items from uh, ROCAT Steel Series various companies. So, we have the ROCAT Vulcan 2 Max keyboard. The Turtle Beach Recon Cloud Wireless, which is ideal for mobile gamers on the go. The Rokat Sin Max Air Wireless Headphones. and These are fantastic for those looking for a multi-format, uh, high-quality headphone. You had the SteelSeries Apex Pro TKL 2023 Wireless Keyboard, and this thing is impressive. It is an absolute uh, beast of a machine, $275.00 but you get just an incredibly durable and versatile unit. SteelSeries has the Nova 7 wireless headset, which is a very fantastic and versatile audio unit, and, of course, their workhouse steel, uh, Workhorse SteelSeries Rival 5 mouse. Now, something uh, new for us this year, and this is rather interesting because we've been le- dealing more with Headphones in recent years is the Steel Series Arena 7 audio set. It's basically a big subwoofer and speakers. It's got a $200 plus price tag. But if you want just an amazing Dolby stereo um, Bluetooth setup to really increase your um, sound quality, that is one to uh, definitely consider. Now, another thing that I wanted to point out is with uh, the games that we're going to be covering a little later in the guide, you're starting to see a lot, especially with the 4 Series cards and the upper end 3 Series cards, a lot of 4K enabled gaming. And the BenQ EX3210U monitor is a fantastic option. It uh, plays some 4K. Uh, games like you wouldn't believe. I've been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on it, and it's amazing how well it looks, especially some of the uh, solo campaign moments where you get the neon and ray tracing and just, boom, really, really impressive. So definitely check that out. For those uh, looking forward to the new year to get into your resolutions about getting in shape and working out more, you want to look at the Clear Roam Sport. These are some uh, wireless Earbuds that give you really good quality uh, sound as well as comfort and durability. And we're hoping to meet with them at CES, which is coming up in a few weeks, but we'll have more on that in a future segment. We also have the Brook Vivid Wireless Switch Controller, which is really nice for people looking for a wireless option for the Switch that gives them a gaming controller under 40 bucks. It's roughly in the $35 range. That is something to check out. There's also the Wingman XB2. We're uh, looking forward to evaluating this. It basically is an adapter that allows you to get all of your Xbox controllers and uh, plugins usable on the new Xbox systems. Now, uh, sometimes I go out and I look for something new. I do a lot of work with schools and stuff like that, in addition to the media work. And I found about I found out about this company called Circuit Nest, which basically has these own these STEM kits, so science, technology, English, math. And they have uh, some really impressive ones. Uh, Two of the ones that I'm featuring here, and this is certainly not the limit of them, is the design-your-own-retro-game console. It's essentially an easy kit for kids to put together uh, their own retro-game console. You also have a build-your-own-encrypted wireless setup, so if you want to make a pair of encrypted walkie-talkies, that is uh, something you could do. for those who are on Apple, you have the Zen's Dual Wireless Charger. This is an aluminum-based stand that will charge your uh, iPhone and your Apple Watch rapidly. So definitely something you want to uh, really look into. And uh, two more things I have before we hand off is the banana phone. And this is a very quirky little thing. It's a It is literally a banana, and it pairs with your Bluetooth device. And what you can do is you can take your phone calls over the banana. Now some people might say, "Well, if I have my phone, why can't I just answer the phone?" Simply put, it gives you an option to have a you know a, a quirky and fun way to answer your phone. And it's uh, price effective; it's not overly expensive, so it's uh, something fun. And then the other fun item we have is the Paxos Drum Pad. And this thing is really impressive. My wife's been using this a lot. It is a digital drum pad that sounds very good. You can drum out, you got your bass, you got your cymbals, you got your hi-hat, everything like that, and you can do a drumming uh, set right at your desk. So really, really easy to go. And uh, the final thing I have uh, for this segment, before we uh, hand off for Justin's segment, is the Malcasa dinner sets. Now, a lot of people say, how do dinner sets factor into a holiday gift guide for a tech-based thing? Well, the simple fact is, what do people do during the holidays? Entertain. Now that we're coming uh, a little more out of COVID, I mean, yes, it's still around, but people are entertaining. You have, We just have Thanksgiving. You have Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year, all of that coming up. And you want to entertain. And, of course, uh, a great way to do that is to make sure that you have some quality uh, china available. So you want to check that out from Mall Casa. Okay. Uh, Next up, we have actually as Michael, I believe, is handling the next segment. And uh, what do you have for us, Michael?
1: Yeah, so um, we'll go ahead and get started with the Jurassic Park, uh, or Jurassic World, the official cookbook. This is kind of a fun way to um, entertain your guests with food that theoretically would have been served um, at Jurassic World. Now, some of these things, obviously, you see in the movies, um, nothing really goes into a lot of depth on what it is, but obviously you do get a lot of different opportunities. So there's lots of different um, fun little fun little uh, hors d'oeuvres you can make up, some amazing uh, full course meals, some desserts. Again, just just fun little opportunities um, to see you know what what types of things um, you might uh, experience if you're at Jurassic World. And I'm. One second, I lost the link. So bear with me one second, let me get this back up. Uh, the joy of live radio, huh? I know it. Well I I had it up and then my browser crashed on so I apologize in advance. Um so the next thing we're gonna bring up will be the here we go. Uh the cookie dough bites. And and again, as Gareth kind of pointed out, you know, why do we feature some of these things in a holiday gift guide? Um and the real answer for these things are everybody likes a little snack while they're gaming, um, something that's not going to cause a lot of crumbs or or goo on your hands. You know, A lot of people don't like to eat chips and, and that sort of thing while they're gaming just because of the mess that it can make. So the Cookie Dough Bites is just an opportunity to have a really uh, fun, easy treat to kind of pop in your mouth um, while you're uh, gaming, watching movies, entertainment, whatever you happen to do. Um, the next thing we have up is the, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, the Echo or Aco keyboard switches. Um, these come in a lot of different um, colors um, and also are uh, tactile, provide a, an alternative to folks who like to use cherry micro switches or other switches um, such as Razer and their keyboards. One of the things that's become really popular um, with modders recently is building your own keyboards um, from scratch. And you can actually buy kits that include the um, the base station, you can buy your own switches, um, get your own keycaps, etc. And the nice thing about these, the Akko keyboard switches is they have a really good tactile feel. And they also, again, come in a multitude of colors um, and varieties depending what on you're, what you're trying to accomplish. And they also fit most common keycaps. So if you want to mix and match these keyboard switches with, you know, if you want to replace, say, your um, Corsair or your Razer keyboard with these keycaps, uh, with these switches because you prefer these um they do um have a pretty good variety of uh, keycaps that they will um it will be will work with so it's worth uh investigating for sure but obviously it's a good alternative to cherry and some other micro switches that are out there um the nui cam pro is up next um nui is uh, fairly new on the scene with the wireless camera approach obviously home security is important they offer um, doorbell cameras they offer um, outdoor cameras they offer um, various uh, automatic uh, cat feeder type things and, and other things pet feeders so Nui has a good op- of option of, of security and and other types of camera related items that will just make your life a lot easier um, so obviously something that we recommend um, from the Nui team as well and then finally the FI uh, the Golf set home golf simulator. Um, It's funny. Remember back in, I don't know, 15, 10 or 15 years ago, if you wanted something like this, where you could practice golf, you'd actually go into one of those golf shops. They'd have a big um, kind of screen set up where they would uh, show a a golf course. And then they would have the little simulator where you could, uh, you know, hit the ball and and test your swing and all that sort of stuff. Um, You know, when the Wii came out, they obviously offered Wii golf, but that was a lot more simplistic. Not really a simulator type of um, uh, situation. It was more of just a, you know, a gaming situation. Whereas the fly Golf really tries to go back to simulating um, that experience you used to get when you'd go to the golf stores. Kind of gives you an opportunity to kind of adjust your swing, adjust your angle, see how, how everything looks. Um, and then for those, you know, particularly in the summertime here in Arizona or in the wintertime in the northern states, you know, maybe you don't get to go out and actually play golf. Um, and this is an opportunity to kind of keep your keep yourself, you know, in, st- in shape as far as playing, keep up with your swing and that sort of thing. So it's just a really good um, professional quote unquote opportunity for um, you to play some golf, uh, play some holes, but also kind of work on your swing.
0: Absolutely. And uh, Justin, I uh, will take us over to some uh, gaming's uh, options.
2: Yeah. So we're gonna. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and start with uh, Just Dance 2023, which is the latest of Ubisoft's popular uh, Just Dance series. Um, This one is um, playable on uh, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X. Um, Next, we have Ghostbusters Spirit Unleashed, which is an asymmetrical multiplayer game. Uh, where players can either play as the Ghostbusters trying to capture ghosts, or you can play as a ghost trying to haunt a location. Uh, this, this one is uh, being released on Windows, uh, PlayStation 4, 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. Uh, next we have Gotham Knights, uh, which is kind of the latest in the uh, Arkham series a little bit. I mean, it's not actually related to the Arkham series, but it's being, it was made by uh, the developer of Gotham Origins. Uh, so it has kind of, uh, a, a similar gameplay, uh, foundation, um, but this one you get to play as, uh, you get to play a co-op, um, with, I believe, up to four players, um, where you get to play as Batgirl, um, Robin, um, Red Hood, and Nightwing. Um, that one is playable on all the latest platforms. Um, next we have Evil West, um which uh is a very interesting game um that, that uh I've been looking into recently. It's uh made by Flying Wild Hog, which made the uh popular Shadow um uh Shadow Warrior series. Uh this one is kind of like a uh gothic um uh Western kind of vibe to it. Uh and its gameplay is very similar to Delamay Cry and God of War, Is kind of what their inspirations were. Uh, so a third-person action game you get to play in kind of uh, the Wild West, but a very kind of uh, uh, gothic version of it. So very very kind of interesting uh, um, uh, setting there. So we, next we have N- NBA 2K23, uh, which is the latest in uh, the popular NBA series. Uh, we have WWE 2K22, uh, another one in the popular WWE series uh civilization six uh which uh if you know there's there's a lot of players myself included who can kind of go down this rabbit hole of strategy games uh for hours and hours and hours and civ- uh, c- the civilization series is uh is definitely good for that if you like kind of like your empire building and um you know doing diplomacy and uh you know building up your civilization that's definitely a good game for that uh we got pga tour 2K23, uh, which is the latest in the PGA Tour series for, for the golf fans. Uh, we have next, we have Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which, uh, for those who, of us, you know, uh, I believe all of us are included in the Borderlands fans. Uh, this is kind of the latest in the Borderlands series. Um, so if you've been a fan of Borderlands 1, 2, and 3, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, um, kind of continues, um, and is sort of set in a kind of D&D version of Borderlands, uh, so um, it's kind of a unique twist on the Borderlands uh, um, the Borderlands setting. Next we have The Quarry, which is uh, a very interesting horror game. Uh, there's quite a few of these that have been pr- pretty popular recently. Uh, the Quarry is kind of like a uh, choose-your-own-adventure kind of situation where you play, and I believe you can play it co-op. Uh, where you kind of go through a, um, a horror, um, it's almost like a horror movie, like a classic horror movie, and you kind of play through, and, um, it's a, almost like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing. Uh, next we have Nickelodeon, uh, Kart Racers 3 Slime Speedway, for those fans who are kind of, uh, you know, who like, um, Mario Kart, it's pretty similar to that, where, um, All of the the famous Nickelodeon characters uh, race um, in carts. Uh, Next, we have New Tales from the Borderlands, uh, which is, um, excuse me, Uh, New Tales from the Borderlands is um, also kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure set in the Borderlands universe. Uh, Next, we have Marvel's Midnight Suns, uh, which is a very interesting game uh, developed by Firaxis Games, which, uh, made the popular, uh, XCOM series, which, uh, which I do like quite a bit. So this is a tactical role-playing game, uh, set in the Marvel Universe, um, where you get to play, uh, you know, with a roster including Iron Man, Captain America, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Venom, Morbius, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange. Um, so there's quite a few Marvel characters there, and if you, if you're a fan of the, uh, very challenging, but, very engaging XCOM series. Um, that's definitely one to uh, to check out.
0: Yeah, it's definitely one that a lot of people are going to be looking at. I mentioned already Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, which has uh, been very popular. But there is a slew of uh, new games coming out in the next few weeks. And so we'll see that. But for people who are looking for something for the younger kids, something a little more traditional, the final set of things we have on this Uh, Starts off with Dungeons & Dragons, Dragonlance, and you can get that either in a book form that has the standard edition, the collector's edition, or there's a box set. You can also look up Jurassic World, The Legacy of Isla Nubar, which is Nubar, excuse me, from Funko, which is a fantastic board game based on the Jurassic World franchise. Uh, For people that are looking for collectibles that are not going to break the bank, Factory Entertainment has some fantastic things, such as the Battle Batarang Bottle Opener, the Goonies keychain and pin set, and the Thundercats Sword of Omen prop, which are really nice things to put on your desk or your shelf. Um, Dark Horse Comics has a fantastic setup of the Cyberpunk 2077, both a female and a male figure. They also have a very nice uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild Rivali figure, And if people are looking for a book set, there is the Star Wars Rebels uh, comic book, which is fantastic. It's a very nice thick book with some fantastic storylines and artwork. Now, uh, something new for us is the Titanic creations, and I can never say this right, but Stratius figures. So essentially they have these hybrid monsters. We have a couple of them that we're checking out. You definitely need to check over the pictures on our site. We're going to have a more details on the uh, website. But if you're looking for some really nice quality collectible figures that are not tied into any real intellectual property, something unique, different, conversation starters, this is one that you want to check out. And they're about $40 a piece, so they're definitely reasonable compared to what some of the licensed figures are going for. Uh, Switching gears, Mondo has some really interesting things. We have everything from a... um, gremlins puzzle to a thin fang tiki. Uh, We also have some things like a, uh, there's an interesting sweatshirt that we have available that features um, uh, Lucille from The Walking Dead, who just uh, completed their season, so if you know any Negan fans, that's definitely one to check out. But as you swing into the younger children, uh, you got Gabby's Dollhouse, terraforming garden, treehouse, and playset, and uh, an- another interesting one here, I can never say this thing, but it's the Jurassic World Dominion Saurus. Basic Mask and uh, Claws. And so essentially, if you have someone who wants to put on some dinosaur claws and a mask and run around and pretend to be a dinosaur, this is definitely the set. There is the Jurassic World Dominion Captive Flash Edition Slime Egg. Uh, that is exactly what you think it is, folks. You click it open, and it's got slime and dinosaurs and everything young kids want. Five Nights at Freddy's has got a Funko Snaps collection out. And uh, in the book format, Jurassic World, we already mentioned the cookbook, there's a children's book called Very Hungry Dinosaurs. And the last thing I have gaming-wise is Spy Ninjas. So if you want to put together a little fun kits and activities to keep kids uh, busy without having to look at screens during the holidays, that's definitely one. And for those that own pets, which uh, pretty much include all of us, There's a couple of things I wanted to bring up. One of them is Zoop, and they have these wipes that essentially you can wipe down your dog, cat, whatever, and it helps control the odors on them. You just put it on their fur and stuff like that. They don't try to lick it. They actually work very well. And then another item is called Genius Litter. And what this is is uh, odor-controlling as well as uh, color-changing litter, that should your cat have or have any kind of um, health issue, uh, it will change color accordingly. So like, for example, if it turns one color, it tells you, hey, this might be an issue, one color this, and it's been very useful. Um, It lasts a while, actually. One bag will last about a month. Uh, So as long as you make sure to clean out the box, that is definitely uh, something to keep an eye on. As I said, this was just a quick Uh, run-through of what we have. We have the uh, slider online at sknr.net. Just go ahead and click that and you can go ahead and get some more information. You can get a picture of it. You can follow the link into the um, page to get more information about that. We are going to be adding things as they come going through the end of the year. And then on top of it, We will also be having all kinds of surprises as we get closer to the magazine rollout, which is the fancy one. And then, of course, I'll be doing my segments on KISWFM. So wanted to take a look as we wrap up and move away from the gift guide portion of things back to the news. And it has been an interesting week. Last week, we talked about the Callista protocol, um, rumors and stuff like that, how that's all been sorted out and as we now start swinging toward um some of the new releases that are going to be coming out between now and the holidays we're starting to get all kinds of rumors including a recent one that said we may be seeing the playstation 6 in 2028 apparently this was uh, some news that was made available and then of course we have the um Game Awards coming up very soon, and I thought we'd just open it up there. Michael, what do you think of this, and what do you think we might be, uh, potentially, let's just open it up to crazy rumors, wishes, whatever. What do you think we might be hearing or seeing at the Game Awards uh, to get gamers
1: excited? Yeah, I mean, the PlayStation 6 news is pretty interesting, Um, and and that probably falls in line with what they... uh, what the rolling um, upgrade scheme is for a lot of these consoles. Um, again, it's quite a ways off to, to think about. Hopefully they're thinking about how they can uh, improve the availability of the, of the product, because right now it's still, for PlayStation 5, even for Christmas, I know they, you know, Best Buy advertised a special with them, but a lot of stores only got one um, in stock. And it's kind of crazy to think about the PlayStation 5 is still not readily available um I think what we will see at the game awards Uh-oh. is maybe some more information on the PlayStation 5 Slim. That's been rumored that that's been coming out. Um hopefully they can it, it's funny that they would they would look to re- release a quote unquote upgrade to the PlayStation 5 when there's still no availability of the original. Um but hopefully there's they're going to be working towards um the availability factor to get that in the hands of more people. Um, obviously, Midnight, um, the Marvel Midnight Suns. Um, hopefully, we'll see more about that. I know that's available for pre-order and will be releasing in the near future. Um, so the Game wars hopefully, will um, we'll see some more of that. I'd be really curious. Um, there's been a lot of rumors about um, Bethesda with a bunch of releases that they're um, coming out with as well as CD Projekt Red has released a bunch of um, upcoming things um, that they're going to be working on. So hopefully we'll get a little bit more information on what's in store from those two studios. I know there's a Cyberpunk um, 2077 DLC plus um, a sequel that they announced, as well as um, some Witcher news. So I think there's a lot of news circulating around um, those two studios that I'd be really curious to see Um in general, so I think there's I think there's an opportunity for us to still see some announcements and some releases in addition to obviously the Game Awards that are going on at the same time.
0: That sounds really really interesting, Justin. What do you have for us?
2: Yeah, so if you look at the you know the the time frame between the five and the six, based on you say or the uh, the report that it might be coming out in 2028, that that makes sense. Um if if you kind of go look backwards, uh, the PlayStation Five released uh seven years after the PlayStation Four, um, so the PlayStation Five released uh in November of twenty twenty, so um, that would actually be an eight an eight year cycle uh, this time, which which I think that actually makes sense to me, but mostly because uh, like Michael was saying, the PlayStation Five really, um. You know, Great console, but it's really kind of struggled with uh with adoption just because um availability has been so limited, obviously, you know, there's all sorts of supply chain issues that um <laughs> that are still being worked through even now. So it's like it's even now it's hard to find the PlayStation five. So, you know, I, I think that extra year um makes sense. You know, that the, the gap between four and the five, um the four seemed like it had a really good life cycle. So that that seven-year life cycle between the four and the five, I think, makes sense. Um, but the five, I, I feel like the five still needs some time to breathe on its own. I think, um, you know, even myself included, uh, there are a lot of people that don't have a five yet that are still playing some of the latest games on the four. Um, and, you know, it's not for lack of wanting one. Um, it's just, you know, a couple factors. I think, one, there needs to be that kind of hard um, demarcation point or a you know switch over to the five where you know you can only get certain games on the five to sort sort of force people into adopting the new console, uh, which you know happens every cycle. It just hasn't really happened yet. Um, you know, even the new God of War game that I'm I'm playing through now, I'm playing it on the four mainly because one it's hard to find the five and two there aren't a lot of exclusives for it yet. So I think, um you know, that, that makes sense, you know, 2028 is really far away, uh, that's, that's six years from now, so, um, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's something that I, d- I definitely think is possible. Now, going into the, the Video Game Awards, uh, this is always kind of hard to predict, uh, some Video Game Awards, um, are kind of light on reveals, uh, but the last, few years that kind of go really hard on them and you know there's been some really big games that get, get announced there or, or get big trailers there so it's hard to predict uh, you know how big it's going to be it really you know it does depend on some of the scheduling for you know how far along some of these games are but my kind of out there big brain uh uh prediction is i i do think that an, that an elden ring dlc will get announced there uh, i have no proof of this at all uh, other than there's been some kind of leaked uh, files um, from patches, like recent patches in Elden Ring that sort of reference um, areas of the game that aren't traversable that got added in the patch uh, is my understanding of, of it. And I could be kind of incorrect on, on my interpretation of that, but um, my guess is that there will be an Elden Ring DLC announcement at the BGAs. uh Elden I don't remember if Elden Ring was announced at the VGAs, but Sekiro was. So um, from Software definitely is aware of the event and uh, uses it um, to announce, you know, products uh, or or projects that they're working on. So I think that's a big, um, you know, I I think that's kind of one of the more likely uh, things to get announced there. Um, What I would kind of like to see, I'd like to see some more of the Wolverine game that Sony's working on. Um, you know, that got announced with kind of a CG trailer, uh, I don't remember if it was last year or the year before, but, um, that would be kind of cool to see, uh, this other game that also, you know, was, was a pretty big hit, I think, at a previous VGA was Avowed. I think, um, you know, we haven't really seen anything about that game in a long time, so that would be kind of cool to see as well, um, you know, and then there's always, uh some of the ones that um um that I, that I'm always kind of big on so like Space Marine 2 I, I would really like to see some more of that or uh obviously Resident Evil 4 uh remake so uh hopefully we get to see a few of those um but supposedly there's going to be something like 50 announcements so um so there's going to be quite a lot
0: yeah, I'm very curious to see what they have because, truthfully for me, I'm not as interested in the awards portion of it. I'm interested in the reveals. Uh, some of the rumors that I've heard, and they make sense, is that we're going to get a look at uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, uh, the new one, Jedi Survivors. So it'll be very interesting to see what that looks like to get a more in-depth thing since uh, post-Star Wars um, celebration. There was an old rumor about Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake to get uh, an appearance. Um, some other rumors that have been flying around, like you said, Justin, over 50 games are rumored. Uh, some of the ones that I've heard uh, Hellblade 2, we've obviously mentioned Wolverine and Avowed. And of course, there was the recent news somebody said a, uh, I guess, a 43 gigabyte Warner Brother game recently showed up on one of the stores. And, uh, you know, people say, oh, it was just early, it was just this. But You know, we don't know. It's all going to be interesting to see how it plays out. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. And as uh, Mike will tell you, we're already starting to get plenty of CES things to keep an eye on. So we'll be uh, keeping an eye on that. And that is going to do it for us today, folks. I hope everybody has a very uh, good weekend. Enjoy the week ahead. And we'll talk to you soon. Until then, take care and be safe.